Take this jab and shut. I ain't taking your poison shot. You can beg, you can bribe, you can threaten my job. This is the only life I got. When you fired every single last one of us all in your business, ain't worth a squat. Take this jab and shut. I ain't taking your poison shot. Now I've been watching these politicians licking their greasy chops, locking us down, masking us up, chasing us with jackboot cops. They're partying hardy with the businessmen, high on their power trip, thinking we're slaves who have to do what they say, cracking their clot shot whip. Take this jab and shut. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're folks can't be fighting about the head of the madness. Reason and the reasonable makes us head of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? Fantastic. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, I wanted him to try. I was waiting for him to be like, and when them politicians go and pull the trigger, and I'm like, oh, oh, here it comes. All right. We've like five folksy seconds to wait for the rhyme. Ah, what's it going to be? It's not as bad as the uh, original uh, vaccine songs that I started out with, is it? It's We're improving. Kind of bad. Is it? I like, okay. the, I like the messaging, but it's pretty... It's pretty boomer centric right there. That is a very boomer. Mm. Like my dad would be like, hell yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. But it convinced me at least like I now as of, you know, 30 seconds ago, I now regret getting vaccinated because of that song. Well, you should regret it for a lot of other reasons, but sure. I mean, we'll take nope, it. Just it's that song. Win. Just that song. It's, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> very compelling okay. because i said my dad would love that song he heard me and was like oh, shit. he he had stopped in oh no they had a great so he heard me say that and he, he wanted to open the door to be like no i wouldn't and, that was, and i thought he was trying to tell me something i'm like fucking shut up it's unexpected guest it comes on okay homo yeah we, we need your dad as a as a guest on the show like an official guest no, I don't. I guess. <laughs> no, I don't. Aaron, we're just going to replace you. We don't okay. <laughs> I would love that, actually. I'm okay with that idea. That's great. Hey, replace man. Me. <laughs> yeah. We have Aaron from the future here traveling back from a time that they actually <laughs> have landed on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Like always, guys. The 40 years. Sorry. Let's do voicemails at the beginning of the show. And if you want to leave a voicemail, that number to call is... 1-833-666-911. Again, that's 1-833-666-0911. Beautiful, Josh. Hey, Michael here. Uh, fairly new listener, but going back and listening to a lot of the old uh, episodes. And I heard one thing about how people that believe in reptilians are just crazy. But what if it's just <laughs> demon possession? Like they've sold their soul to the devil to gain the fame or the fortune or whatever it may be. But in exchange, 
they push everything further to what Satan would want. Kind of like the Robert Johnson story of selling a soul to the devil for the talent. Anyway, let me know what you think. I I like that, actually. I do kind of like that. that. No, that's a really good... It's just like people say, oh, yeah, it's reptiles, you know, haha, joking. But it's like, yeah, they... It's not actual reptiles. It's just people... Like a, a, an analogy for Literally demon-possessed? Yeah. Or just sold sold everything, their soul, for fame and glory. tried playing guitar with claws before? Like putting like a... Either grow your fingernails <laughs> out or have like a, a glove of claws on? Like... That immediately makes you like 20% better at guitar. I'm pretty sure if Robert Johnson were a reptilian, that would account for most of his expertise at guitar. <laughs> I don't know who Robert Johnson is, but more importantly, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Do you guys know who? I've never heard this guy. I don't know this guy. Uh, Bob, Mike's your friend, right? I I don't think so. No, I don't think. No, not personally. Josh, do you know him? Is he part of your D&D crew? No, we did it. <laughs> we did it, guys. We did it, guys. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> the first time we've had a caller that none of us know. Only took us eighty episodes. Congratulations, Mike. You win our admiration, which is not worth very much. Once we get those shirts printed, maybe you'll get one. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, dude, he definitely <laughs> gets one. <laughs> yes. Well, I I do hear he's a bit of a. Um, uh, Don Pettit fan. Am I wrong? No, you. He actually has a follow up yeah. to that voicemail that is actually pretty great. That you need to play that one. Hey, Michael. Again, just clarifying on the earlier voicemail. Um, like demon possession of the Bible, people were like tormented. They were like cutting themselves and tearing their clothes because they were fighting it. Where these people have accepted it and asked for it, so they're able to coexist without that. Uh, without that fighting. So let me know what you think. I think that's fucking sweet. That completes the theory because like... It's it's terrifying, isn't it? Well, think about it. <laughs> like you? if the people that are like possessed by demons and like they show like the fucking exorcisms and all that bullshit, if you like believe any of that, they're like freaking out and, you know, telling people their mom sucks cocks in hell and all that. Like just real getting yeah. real crazy. The but then, like the people that like want it, are like symbi have like a symbiotic relationship with a demon. Uh, well, what's even more horrifying is that back in the old day when they described demon possession, like you said, people were tearing their clothes off, like scratching their skin off and shit like that. It's like, well, that's just a metaphor for <clears throat> transgender people. <clears throat> transgender people. Like, isn't it? They're re like actively wait, wait. I resisting the possession. Shedding its skin like lizard people. Come on, man. <laughs> I thought it was schizophrenia, to be honest, my whole well, life. Yeah. <laughs> wait, okay, okay, okay. Here's here's a theory. Yeah, let's let's go back to some, you know, good old uh, biblical and apocryphal book roots and you know then look at the idea of lizard people being demon possessions. What if dinosaurs didn't exist? But that would—they were really just demons roaming the earth, and oh, they got stop like it. a. <laughs> Josh, nice. You just say that because I didn't start that. With, okay, hear me out. But I, I think Bobby's going to enjoy the demon-human symbiotic relationship is lizard people, whereas the regular schizo fucking exorcist, the movie 
demon possession. Those are the people that it's unwillingly being taken yeah. over. Both being a parasitic relationship, demons are worms. <laughs> I like how that all connects there. Yeah, I, I do agree yeah. though. Bobby and Michael would, would get along. They they would have a good yeah, time. Yeah, they would together. love that. <laughs> okay, Michael actually has one more the voicemail you're talking about about Don Pettit. That okay? I I fucking love this voicemail. <laughs> hey, it's Michael. So catching up on some old episodes and uh, learned about Donald Pettit's unfortunate injury um is uh downstairs rash from uh, an awkward <laughs> schedule of underwear changes and i was thinking about how could that be possible so i decided to do an rca which is a root cause analysis that big companies and corporations <laughs> use to really get to the bottom of what causes an injury or an accident and uh they typically include something called the five whys and basically, you start with the injury, and you work your way down asking why for each level until you get to the real root cause. So um, I'm going to take a swing at this, and uh, it is peed up, boy. Oh. So here we go. Donnie has a dick rash. Well, why? Uh, because there wasn't enough cargo space on the rocket to fit his complete collection of superhero underoos. Um, <laughs> side note, that part speculation, but I expect it to be 100% accurate. Um, I'll allow so it. Why? Um, the cargo space uh, was completely taken up with didgeridoos and a vast supply of Windex. <laughs> why? Uh, because Donald would refuse to stop licking all of the windows in the space station. Uh, why? Because he's literally retarded. <laughs> that's the five wise or only four wise. So um, I guess that's a home run. Let me know what you think. So the root cause of Donald Pettit's underwear rash is that he's literally retarded. <laughs> Perfect. I agree. I, I think. I think all of us agree. What do you what do you say? Dude, you, the Josh? Windex, the Windex thing, I was like, why Windex? What are you talking about when I was first listening to it? And then I, oh man, he really brought it home. Great, great voicemail, Michael. Oh, that was <laughs> that's a treasure. Thank you so much, Michael, for calling in. And <laughs> we enjoy having you over at the OK Homo family. Yep. It's <sighs> a family of one right now, so except for the people we know and guilted into listening, but I'm, I'm sure you can find some friends eventually. <laughs> like we found you, bud. Yeah, if, if you find two friends and then they find two friends and they find two friends, it's then true. we can have like a hundred voicemails by next week. Uh, God bless him on going through the back catalog, though, because don't go too far back. Don't go too far back. If he's listening to the good ones, then he can and realize yeah. when we got good. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Today's topic. Hot news month i guess we've been away for break a little bit a couple of weeks here hot news topic Ghislaine maxwell have you guys been keeping up at all i actually haven't not not much detail no because honestly i just okay this is my assumption based on just guessing my assumption is uh so all i know all i know at all is that she's guilty of five of six accounts of sexual 
prostitution or whatever the fuck it is like a pro, uh, child trafficking. trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. So sex trafficking, five of six charges she's guilty of. I am assuming that they never mentioned any of the people that were their clients because that's the really the important part. And they're probably just kind of acting like Ghislaine and Jeffrey were just hoarding sex slaves on an island for themselves. And <laughs> Jeffrey's money just fell out of the fucking sky and no one paid them for it. And it was all those two. The end. Like, am I somewhat correct? That's basically what they want you to conclude. Yes. Oh my God, just be a lawyer. <laughs> so, so you're not entirely correct though, because they did name drop a few people in the courtroom through testimony. The, like the pilot that came in and gave testimony, all of those things became public. Uh, but the prosecution never actually entered like physical evidence to be, to be reviewed. It was all testimony. It was all the pilot, the victims. Yeah. And, so the and prosecution's people... not trying to go after the so, clients? Hold on. So this this makes you wonder, <laughs> right? So they came out and they said, Well, we're not gonna be talking about the clientele book because this isn't like this isn't a gossip hour or something like that. And so we're not gonna discuss the contents of Epstein's quote unquote little black book. That's not gonna be in court, it's not going to be put into the record, and we're not going to discuss it. Uh, it's a criminal sex trafficking ring. What are they talking about? That is absolutely pertinent. It's the only thing we care about. They don't want anything to turn into like TMZ over there. I mean, Jesus Christ. But but which begs, let, let's go back to where they got the little black book. When Jeffrey Epstein was originally arrested... They got <clears throat> warrants for his house, and they they got the contents to his to his residence. This is back when he first got arrested. He got sent to jail, and then that's where he ended up dying. There is a news report from the case itself. The FBI and the agent in charge said that they got to Epstein's safe in his house with a search warrant. They got to it. They couldn't open it, so they got just a saw, like an uh, electronic powered saw and they cut the damn safe open. They set, there was diamonds, hard drives, money, documents, and pictures <laughs> and CDs, right? All this shit. Okay. I have a bunch of guns and ammunition in my safe with like financial documents. I don't know about everyone else. I don't have any hard drives or CDs <laughs> or, <laughs> or diamonds. <laughs> well, what about you guys? Josh probably doesn't have a safe. He but. sounded like a regular <laughs> Bond villain. Right? <laughs> he he so, literally sounded like a fucking Dick Tracy villain. Like, old fucking sex trafficking hands with his diamonds and his, and his hard drives once I opened his uh, safe. The, the police, they decided that they, or they didn't decide, they didn't have a quote-unquote search warrant for the contents that they just ripped out of that safe. Right, they they found the safe. They cut it open. They got the contents. And they're like, so Great. standard procedure is to it, immediately burn them and throw them in the ocean. <laughs> well, well, they took close. pictures of them and immediately lost them. Josh is right. They set them on top of the safe, 
took some pictures of like the actual physical things that were inside of the like, safe, like, like CDs and hard drives, you know, and then the left them there on top of the safe in his house unattended for two weeks. When they came back with the search warrant for the contents of the safe, everything was gone and it was in the possession See, of Epstein's lawyer. <laughs> That's what's wrong with police in America. They're too by the book, too procedural, too, you know, constitutional. If only they had, you know, made taken some minor liberties in this instance, we we wouldn't be in the situation. I'm sure the the warrant would have processed those two weeks later. And they, you know, if only they just bagged up the evidence there on the spot. Josh, you're you're radicalizing me right now. Honestly, (laughs) my grappler senses are tingling. And... (laughs) What I'm set, I'm, I'm, what I'm sensing right now, off in the not too distant future, is what we need is cops to be able to operate in search and seizure without search warrants, so that things like this don't happen in the future. Right? It's the only yeah. logical conclusion is that <laughs> search warrants are stopping us from catching the bad guys. <laughs> Your civil liberties and human rights. If we just could just brush those aside for like a quick second, we could start catching these people and bringing these people to justice. I understand. As if anyone would give a fuck if they broke the rules this one time. Instead, they're like, no, no, we followed it to the T. I know that when we go into the poor neighborhood and we kick down your door unannounced and shoot the dog, (laughs) shoot the family pet. (laughs) I know we didn't do it by the book that time, but for the Epstein one, we did it by the book. And made sure that all his civil liberties were upheld. Like, what a fucking crack of shit story that is. That's so fucking stupid. I've seen B cops that work for like a really shitty city. They they confiscated and towed off someone's car because the the guy wouldn't roll down his window so they could uh, measure the tent on the windows. They couldn't measure the tent on the windows, so they took his car to the police station and held it for a month to be able to get a search warrant for it. I've seen B cops do that to people and the FBI, <laughs> not to mention the, the B cops, they called the, the district attorney and got permission from the district attorney to steal that person's car to get a search warrant much later. All right. So little correction here. They came back four days after they cracked the safe open to get the contents back. Agent McGuire Agent McGuire, a member of the FBI Child Exploitation and Human Trafficking Task Force, said that she then called Richard Kahn, Epstein's lawyer, who now serves as the executor of the financier's estate, to ask what happened to all the items on top of the safe. 20 to 30 minutes after the conversation, Richard Kahn came to the residence, brought the, uh, the items back in two suitcases. She could not confirm the content on the return CDs was the same as the ones that were taken, but confirmed all the items were accounted for. <laughs> I bet they're the same ones. Exact same. Oh, yeah. Mm. Ooh, thank thank <laughs> God this was a diamond heist case, right, guys? We, we recovered the diamonds. Those were just CDs of old memes from back in, like, 2004 when, you know. Dude, uh, those CDs probably had <laughs> cryptocurrency copied onto them. Not even. It was just, like, Jeffrey's Summer Jams, like mixtape. <laughs> mix it's it's a really embarrassing mixtape he made for Jelaine when they were younger. In fucking credible. So we also have accounts where there was huge news 
that all the information, all the evidence in the Epstein case has been sealed by the federal government. Uh, that was right wing commentary on the subject. The left wing commentary on the subject, the corporate news uh, and stuff like that, they did a bit of fact checking in that regard. So after the verdict, claims began to appear about the court's process in relation to evidence about Epstein's network and powerful friends. Everyone's claiming all, all the documents were sealed, the black book is gone, the evidence is gone, no one can see it anymore. And the fact checkers came out and said, I'm not quite sure what that even means. But insofar as I can make sense of the claim, it's easily disproven. And he goes, there's no record of the court sealing any records. That, well, that's no, no. Their claim. The, the article admits that they, uh, the the black book, the, the little book of addresses or the address book is not on record. They admit that. It, yeah, in like, the article, it says earlier in December, a decision was taken between the defense and prosecution that the Jeffrey Epstein's famous little black book wouldn't be released to the public, the independent reported. So it's just in FBI hands. It's just FBI knowledge. That's it. That's, those are the only people that could do anything that are able to look at it. Go ahead. Oh, so the good guys. Okay, got it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, uh, what, what pisses me off about this is the tweet that this article and the rest of them are pointing at, uh, pointing to by some Jack Basobiec guy is uh, yeah. uh, Ghislaine Maxwell has been found guilty. All details of Epstein's network ordered sealed. The only details of Epstein's network, so far as I'm aware, that were, you know, in the case in, in any capacity was the little black book of addresses or the little black book of names. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the one thing they admit is, uh, you know, not released to the public or not public record. We're not so, hiding like, anything uh, except for his entire clientele list. Don't worry about it. Well, like the, the the tweet is specific enough. They're just being retarded about the fact check where it's. Uh, but what what I'm saying too is that they never entered in the contents of the safe into into the trial's evidence. None of it. Oh wait, no. Nothing. That seems kind of relevant. What was on the CDs? <laughs> the ones I got back from the lawyer. You don't get to know. <laughs> You'll never know. That's, that's not public information. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Plus, his lawyer huh. had it for four days, so. Nothing yeah. that was on them originally. Exactly. Yeah. Is what's on those. Give me 20 minutes and I can have a, a handful of like 100 CDs that just random CDs. Believe me, the <laughs> amount that Jeffrey was probably paying that guy on retainer, he's got a backlog of fucking fake shit to fucking put out for him probably already. He's got a whole new safe to put in place of the old of the real safe for the FBI to find that literally is just Jeffrey's mixed summer mixtape. So, yeah, the, the fact checking is a little funny here, in my opinion. Some evidence of Maxwell's case remains sealed, including the little black book. However, the tweet suggested that all of the evidence has been kept secret. This isn't true. This doesn't account for the high profile names of Epstein and Maxwell's rich and powerful friends that were disclosed in court under oath. Just the it's, testimony. Just okay. the testimony. So they're saying that's all you get. That's all you should be happy with. That's plenty. You'll you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You'll know nothing and you'll be happy. What, what <laughs> were some of the names in the testimonies? They do drop them. Uh, Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, Kevin Spacey, Chris Tucker, Bill Gates. And it has a hyperlink. So the same people to, that we already knew about. Yeah, yeah. 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 That information has not changed for the most part. The Whoa. real suspicious one is Prince Andrew, though. I don't know if you guys ever caught his interview. 
he got conned into doing an interview regarding this whole like debacle. Uh, yeah, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. In my and life. he said that he couldn't sweat. Like he couldn't like biologically. He just he couldn't doesn't sweat. sweat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was fucking Bruce Lee. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna zone in on this one myopic little point that the witness brought up and completely refute it. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> my body can't sweat. <laughs> So. My body can't sweat. That, I, that's the greatest claim. That'd be like literally claiming to like, it's something a kindergartner does where he's like, oh, I, I don't poop. I'm the only person that doesn't poop. Yeah. And you're like, what? No, you're you're lying. And then he actually has to get like mad and defensive about it. And you're like, we all know you're lying. You know you're lying. What are you still going with this for? <laughs> you obviously sweat, you retard. <laughs> So, so what's happening with Prince Andrew right now? He's um, uh, going to face, you know, face a criminal charge or. Uh... No, no one in the black book has. No, I, I doubt the FBI has even contacted Prince Andrew or Prince Charles or whichever prince that it was. The fucking Prince Andrew, I believe. Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they never even contacted him. There's no way that the queen would allow such a thing to take place. Um. Dude, they had a video of a fucking naked kid, like a naked 13-year-old, climbing out of the top story of Buckingham Palace, falling to his death, climbing down the gutters, and they just said, ah, it was a prank, and never fucking addressed what? it again. What happened? When yeah. was that? you never seen that? No. Oh, man. I have to dig that one up somehow. Okay. We'll, we'll have it on another episode, but... So, <laughs> the... The case comes to a close. Very sketchy. Oh, by the way, did I mention that <clears throat> the lead prosecutor in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial uh, was James Comey's daughter? Oh, what? wait. He, he's the former CIA director or FBI director, right? FBI director uh, under okay. Obama and then Trump. Yeah. That's for it. For a very short time. The person who's alleged to be corrupt. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Like they a- have, we just have the same families doing everything all the time. Yeah. It's like, it, it's just like when they get the same guy to do the autopsy of any hope high profile thing. <laughs> it's like, like the same guy did the autopsy for like George Jeffrey, Floyd, right? George Floyd, Jeffrey Epstein, it, and fucking like Michael Jackson it, or something, like Kennedy or something. Like it was. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, I think it was JFK. I, I'm, I'm, I might my, be wrong on that. My coworker was actually just telling me today that the JFK autopsy was actually conducted through doctors, but coordinated by military staff directly behind them. <laughs> so they were like, yeah, cut there. <laughs> he might not have even died. We, <laughs> yeah. Like literally. Well, <laughs> no, the official, dude, no, I'm saying the official story. Is that the military was telling doctors where to cut, what to take out, and directing doctors on how to conduct an autopsy. That's the official narrative of that. <laughs> We're getting off topic, though. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. I want to just say, I want to make this one point, though. Like, the Zabruder film, the fucking only film we have of it, people think that they saw it, like, that day on the news. That was released, like, way later. Like, um, months and months and months, or, like, years even later. Really? Okay. Yeah, because it yeah. was mostly just like there was a radio... no video of that. Okay, yeah. Uh, like, who knows what that? It you know what I mean? We haven't you even done know. a JFK episode, and I'm really excited I for know. it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm so ahead. excited right. for it. All right, so the the case wraps up. 
super shady. James Comey's daughter is running it. She gets five out of six convictions. That's all fine and dandy. A couple days after the trial ends, a Manhattan judge has ordered charges dropped against the two prison guards who admitted to falsifying records after Jeffrey Epstein's com- committed suicide in jail more than two years ago. <laughs> Wait, were these guys who like fell asleep or turned off security cameras or whatever? Uh, well, the security cam thing was like, oh, it it went. There was a that malfunctioned. An error. That malfunctioned. Yeah. Oh, it was it was a, a cosmic ray particle that came down. Yeah, that happens every once in a while. Solar flare. Solar flare. Yeah, Yeah. no. I watched a Veritasium video on it. It has to be true. The guards, (laughs) Tova and Michael, um, cop uh, prosecution deals in May that require them to admit their guilt with the understanding that the charges against them would be dismissed if they followed the rules of their agreement for six months. (laughs) The pair had to carry out the, the pair had to carry out 100 hours of community service as a part of the deal. So they needed to be on good behavior for six months and um, do 100 hours community service within that time. They weren't criminals. And, and they got the charges dismissed off the books entirely. That's what you do for a drug addict that like stops <laughs> showing up to work and then just like sticks up liquor stores. These were just guards that clearly lied about what happened because people that could definitely have them unalived told them to pretend they were asleep so yeah. i don't even blame them Here, here's the wait here's the best part so like the falling asleep thing doesn't even make sense because it states in the article here that uh noel and thomas the federal bureau of prison guards were working overtime shifts and sitting just five yards from epstein's cell at the time <laughs> Well, Epstein must be some sort of ninja to kill himself without making a goddamn peep. Right, fair, Bob. They the guards are both black, so them falling asleep does kind of check out. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Instead of checking Epstein's cell every thirty minutes as required, prosecutors said the two guards shopped online and took breaks and napped. So they're literally like shopping on Amazon while like Epstein is like trying to strangle himself with two yards worth of like linen on like a five foot post when he's like six foot four or something. Like, like the probably shopping with cabinets. Uh, in that scenario, you had to have made a lot of noise. It's it's a bunk bed. It's a metal frame bunk bed on concrete. Oh, yeah. And you're like this huge, humongous guy trying to like drop your entire weight. Like, there's no, there's no fucking way. You, you know, Bob, what I'm hearing is that our, uh, you know, various security positions, uh, prison guards, you know, we look at the military too, look at those, some of those, those Navy ships, shifts on boats, that they're severely overworked and it is compromising our nation's security uh, constantly. And it's, it's, it's just the fact that these, these men were forced to work over time that they became, uh, you know, they, they were unable to accomplish their duties with due diligence and in all honesty it wasn't their fault you know they, the it really sounds america it really sounds like they should unionize i think that would help them a little bit oh great idea <laughs> Aaron. <Yeah. laughs> just i can't i can't take the official story on this it's so like, absurd everyone's getting off scott fucking free not but, only that but like the the most absurd part of it is 
So two guards fall asleep. The two cameras malfunction. The guy kills himself. Just happens to be at the right time so no one can see because he was a real, you know, he's a real shy suicidal case. Um, <laughs> and then no news outlet is suspicious of this at all. They're just like, yeah, that's what happened. And then people still argue over which news outlet is really telling them the truth about like COVID like a week later. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Why would you ever listen to them? None of them think that the Epstein thing is suspicious at all. Why are you listening to them about anything after that? That's retarded. You have to be dumber than Don Pettit to list, listen to the news ever about anything. It, it's insane. That so, was my, that's why that, I was overwhelmed with that thought. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't end there, Aaron. <laughs> oh, great. But Just, wait, there's more retardation. Wait, exactly. Reported by CNN, I think today, January 6th. Yeah. Day of recording. Ghislaine Maxwell's lawyers say that they want a new trial after a juror says that they were sexually abused as a child. This bitch, she wasn't even sentenced. And now they're calling for a, they have, they have grounds for a mistrial. They're not just calling for it. They have legal grounds for a, a retrial. Yeah. Not did, a mistrial. Did they not like or, yeah. For a retrial. Did they not interview the jury ahead of time? I feel like this would be like question number one on uh, having, you know, a, a relevant interest in the case or having a bias in the case is being a sexual assault victim. Yeah, it would be question number one for a prosecutor who isn't blood-related to James Comey. I 100% agree. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's a prosecutor that would want to, I don't know, discover how deep this uh, sex trafficking ring goes and where all of Jeffrey Epstein's money came from and, you know, maybe where Ghislaine Maxwell's money uh, or her family ties to her scam dad. and <laughs> Scam dad? Her dad was a, a, a CIA asset. Yeah, ties to Israel, Mossad. <laughs> it's like, and he went out on and a boat. best buds with Mother Teresa. <laughs> oh my God! Like everything about who was just... also a sex trafficker, allegedly. But don't worry, <laughs> we don't need that black book. <laughs> that, no one needs to know about it. There's definitely nothing in the safe. Don't ask She's questions. A saint. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah I'm sure there are poor, sick children dying on uh, the what are the stupid islands called. Um, that that need that need her assistance, need her to pray over their dead bodies and uh, revel into their suffering as well. God needed a raped eleven year old, I guess. You know when people always <laughs> God needed a catcher. God needed a murder raped nine year old. <laughs> All part of God's plan. You're right. Thanks, Aaron, for reminding us. Uh, you know of the important things. To ground ourselves and the real truths out there. So what do you guys think? Do you think that she's going to get a retrial and get off? I, I think it all doesn't matter. I don't think we even know if she's ever going to go to jail. They could say she's in jail for life and then show her getting into a truck all handcuffed <laughs> in that shitty orange jumpsuit. And you will never see her again. You'll never know if that truck went anywhere to, towards close to a jail. You won't know if they pulled up to a swamp, shot her in the back of the head and threw her in it. Or if they actually took her to a jail, or if they just took flew her to Tel Aviv, where Jeffrey was waiting for her with fucking martinis. <laughs> wow. like you don't, you don't, we don't know any of that. Yeah, 
well, it's not looking bright. The future is not looking bright in the sex trafficking. Maybe we'll have to do um, the part two of Pizzagate in light of the Ghislaine Maxwell retrial. I think that would be a lot. Yeah, of we fun. definitely have to finish that. <laughs> so that, so that we can finally have an episode with a, a satisfying conclusion where the pedophiles are brought to justice. Um, is, is Josh, that how pizza get, that's how pizza get ended yeah, ends, right? yeah I, that's how it ends i haven't read ahead <laughs> <laughs> spoilers dude <laughs> <laughs> but also josh you're fired i don't ever want to hear that <laughs> the first time <laughs> josh didn't read the pizzagate manga <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good idea that, that would be something i would read <laughs> if the japanese would do it right <laughs> get to whoever did all the fucked up animations for akira yeah Oh God! <laughs> um, so, so uh, Bob, I was, this one article they were saying that um, at some point the list of names in the little black book was uh, leaked online or something. Um, yeah. Do you know if that's uh, if that's available or if that's verified or what exactly the, the status of that is? Um, I I have no idea. I never went digging for it myself, actually. So uh, it said Mother Jones released it, which I don't know mother jones to be like an actual legitimate news source or anything like that um but i'm sure i'll dig it up for next week's episode and i'll bring it up but i'm sure that they blocked out all the good information all the information that's like actually worth like worth knowing but honestly like i said what is a legitimate news source yeah all the legitimate ones don't think the jeffrey epstein suicide is weird well well the biggest red flag here is that when they refer to Jeffrey Epstein actually committing suicide and it's not a joke, <laughs> right? <laughs> like they say exactly unironically and everyone's like, wait, what? Like you can't just do that. <laughs> you can't just pretend it's one thing. When it Every <laughs> single person in the world that doesn't work in your building knows that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. But yeah. somehow all, every reporter knows that he did like, okay. Yeah. Yep. Keep listening to them. Well, it, it feels <laughs> great to finally be discussing a conspiracy that's in the uh, the we have questions uh, triangle of the pyramid. It's it's, yeah, it's yeah, such a it's such true. a safer place, such much more comfortable place to be. I I felt we took it beyond that line of point of anti-Semitic point of no return. Whoa, 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 <laughs> Bob. Ghislaine Maxwell's we, we mother was a Protestant. <laughs> she there's there's no matrilineal lineage here. Oh, okay. Yeah, the mother. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, do we have a do we have a Tales from the Holocaust speaking of the anti-Semitic uh, point of no return? Of course we do. Tales from the Holocaust. In 1999, some crates of old Nazi documents were allegedly uncovered in Hamburg that contained some rather strange experiments that are sort of hybrid between science and the occult. Any any guesses what the uh, what the Nazis might have been up to? No, because you already told me. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no fun. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for our listeners. <laughs> Wait, wait to carry it, Aaron. What if I just what if I just guessed the right thing? Like I pretended I just was guessing. <laughs> what an asshole move that would be. 
<laughs> I'm guessing they made immortal Japanese children. <laughs> Whoa, Aaron, you read my mind. <laughs> Great minds think alike, am I right? <laughs> it's the hair and the Nazis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a blood tie between Aaron and. <laughs> Uh no, but that's the story. Like the the Nazis, um, they went over to uh, which they went over to Japan and they, this orphanage outside Hiroshima, where they performed experiments trying to um make Japanese children immortal. They they had this theory that there was um uh, a universal kill switch uh, that like at a certain age tells the body to start you know aging, dying, degradating uh, until you ultimately die. And they they had um had some way some. Uh, you know, they were performing experiments to try and turn that off and not, um, you know, cause the kids not to ever age. What? No, you know what, though? I actually was. Now you, that just triggered a memory of like, I remember them when I was a kid in like middle school and high, high school and shit. How scientists were always claiming that they were like. All we have to do is figure out the trigger in your body that stops you from replenishing yeah, like the, your the cells. Like when telomeres you're 15. Or something. Yeah, it like has to do with the, the telomeres and your your DNA. And uh, But if you look at something like an, an echidna, uh, they are like the, these regenerating ocean animals. They, they don't actually age or they don't actually have the same aging process as us. If, if only we splice their DNA with our own, we'll live forever. Yeah, it's Something always like that. that. It's always, dude. I love how much the Fountain of Youth story. You like you you laugh at that when you're a kid. Like, ha 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 ha. There's no Fountain of Youth retards, and it's like it just plays itself out every time. It always ends in something horrifying, and no one lives forever. You ever, ever notice that? Like, it's always like, so we have to slaughter this village of natives to steal their magic water so that I can live forever, and then just everyone's dead and everything's terrible. And now it's like, all we have to do is splice enough DNA from uh, those underwater whatever bears, those fucking immortal things, and then, and, and like enough baby fetuses, and we'll figure it out, and we'll all live forever. And you're like, you're just crushing baby fetuses. That's all you're doing. It's more horrifying than anything, and you're never going to live forever. <laughs> I just love that that's always happens, no matter what fucking twist you put on it no no it's not a fountain guys it's a needle <laughs> full of, of of magic live forever juice it's like okay. yeah it's, it's not it's not a mark on your left palm it's a <laughs> guys it's not magic it's stem cells <laughs> yeah yeah it's not a magic fountain it's a it's a magic stem cell and we've brutally ripped them out of dead children <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just gonna uh the quick quick um extra note on this there Unfortunately, not everything was. We we don't know today. We you know lost contact with the children, don't have records specifically of who they were. So we we don't know whether or not the experiments were a success. Uh, but we know at the time that there were some odd side effects uh, in the documents they found. One of the scientists' journal entries uh, describes uh, uh, about the children. Upon talking to them, I've noticed they seem more dreamy, forgetful, and somewhat blank, as if the experiments wiped their memories as well but it's not an innocent type of dreamy. Rather, something more sinister. They stare at you with wide eyes and ask questions you never thought they would know. One asked, When your grandmother died, did she really leave you a gold-plated watch? It may seem crazy, but my honest answer was... Yes. 
John, where did you find this? <laughs> what is going on? In some crates in Hamburg, man. Is this like some like Holocaust schizo posting that this fucking person is doing? <laughs> so this gold watch was your father's, and I hid it up my ass. <laughs> That's all I all I could think was the fucking Pulp Fiction scene. Yeah, really. <laughs> We just want to know why we found a gold watch in your ass, kid. <laughs> <That's entire>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to him. He's immortal. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I, these these experiments were disbanded pretty much right after the end of the war. And yeah, I'm sure there was some Hiroshima fallout as well. But uh, unfortunately, I was not able to you know double verify um, the, this uh, this account. I, I found a bunch of other like practically copy and pasted accounts and they all reference the oh allegedly in 1999 some people found a crate with some documents in germany and, i'm curious um, as to who's yeah. the first person i want to know the early life of the people who allegedly found these crates and i want to know the early life of the first person that reported on the alleged finding of these crates <laughs> i bet you there's a wikipedia article on them i guarantee it <laughs> Well, well, there has to be. Twist is the early life is the whole life because they never aged. They're still the children today. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it does. It sounds like a creepy pasta. It, I, it pretty much is. Yeah, it sounds like some really bad fan fiction that was found on like Reddit or something. Something very dumb. Nazi that- fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? It's like right around the time that when did Hellboy come out? I, the, the original comic was uh, in the 80s. The movie, no, the movie. The movie. I want to know when it was maybe? in everyone's zeitgeist. Yeah, I know. I think I want to say the movie was like 2004-ish. Because I bet it was like one six months before this. So then everyone's like, oh, here's my made-up Nazi occult story. Yeah, 2004. Okay. <laughs> when was the article Five written? Five years later. 99, uh, okay. I think. Yeah. Well, 99 is when they found the craze. I think the... Actually, no, that's a good point. The... um. I for I I don't I would have to uh articles written in 2005 little, right after the release of Hellboy. Yeah, I wish, uh, <laughs> no, I'd have to do a little digging to double check exactly um what the original source or the, the earliest source I found was, but uh might not that's God, far. it's probably something that stupid. It's it's they saw a movie and decided they needed to do a Nazi occult article. It's got to be something that dumb. I hate I hate all media so much. I'll, I'll double check this off the air, but um, except for this, this show's a fucking spectacular. Are right, you guys want to uh, know what scientists discovered uh, recently? <laughs> oh, do I? You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today. Whether it's face or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. Museum scientists discover more than 550 new species in 2021. The museum's 2021 hall includes massive dinosaurs and tiny shrimp-like crustaceans, a roly-poly monochromatic beetle, a fan-throated <laughs> lizard, an- another one, not just the one from Jurassic Park, a rice rat, what the fuck that even means, that may be an example of island gigantism, and two crocodile-faced dinosaurs. Dude, it's so stupid. This is my favorite. I love this sentence. 
These are some of the more than 550 species that researchers at the Natural History Museum in London discovered in 2021, despite COVID-19 restrictions. <laughs> what? Did they, they test any of these fossils for the virus? Maybe a... Uh... Well, now you're getting to something there, Josh, but I had completely glossed <laughs> over that sentence when I first read it. <laughs> like, good on these scientists for doing what they could during a global pandemic that was rattled, uh, you know, caged the world. For uh, Yeah, they just over, just a hair over, uh, like, ten and a half species a week. Even though no that they discovered, discovered them. Jesus Christ. That's, that's they must have dug up all of England. This is just in England. This is amazing. Uh, Josh, how many did you say we discover a year of, of species? Between, so, so discover maybe a bit of a uh, misnomer, misleading term. Um, it's often uh, described or named. Um, so it's, it's not like they're going out and finding necessarily finding all these everything so whatever but but what i was finding is that kind of over the last uh you know 10 15 years it's typically on the scale of 10 to 20,000 new species every single year and that, that's estimated to be like you know we're, we're estimated to know less than 10 percent of all the species on the planet so that's just a fraction of what's out there so since the year 2000 we've discovered between 200 and 400,000 species. Yes. <laughs> Josh with an unironic. Yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Yet when I get a bird watching book, they never change. They've been the same since 1937. Dude, I, uh, just well, think of how many more it would be if they weren't daily going extinct due to climate change. <laughs> yeah, except the ones that we've always known about. They, they those stay the same every year, year after year. What the, the 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 rhinoceros, the panda, the the elephant, the East Asian elephant that's going to be extinct like any day now, man. <laughs> I I want to know what the numbers are when they exclude insects from that from that list from that number, right? Oh man, yeah, I, I guess. But the only other the only thing with this is, I, like, so I love that they qualify it because they already know that it sounds retarded that they said between ten and twenty thousand. So an average of 15,000 species a year, let's say. Let's just take the median there. Um, so 15,000 species every year are discovered. That's That sounds fucking dumb, right? Am I the only one that thinks that? Yes. That they're, they're discovering 45 to 50 fucking species a day? Well, in the grand scheme of things, we have 8.7 million species on planet Earth. Oh, okay. Well, no, yeah. I think that's known but, ones. So I think right. it's so in the last hundred million. But that's the thing. Like, so Josh is saying they're just naming them. That's how they qualify it. They go, well, yeah. we're not discovering those. We're just naming them. But they're, they're naming it off of apparently like fossils and live specimens that are brought in and different specimens. So somebody dug these up to be in like a warehouse of unnamed species. Like when were they digging up hundreds of thousands of species and, and sticking them in a fucking uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark warehouse for these people to just be naming 50 of them a day. None of this exists. 
right? Or, like, or they're all retarded, or they're all like the same exact things that they're just categorizing in different places at different times and not communicating to the other scientists. Yeah, for the for the dinosaurs, it feels like, so. Uh, most of the dinosaur species we're aware of are from small samples. Like we find a you know a little shard of a femur, maybe a couple teeth here and there, maybe uh, maybe part of a skull. No, uh, it, so that that's kind of the the typical sample. There are the, the and for dinosaurs too, the fossil samples are old enough where there's no living DNA. Like what what's the um. I may I may be forgetting something, but what's the capability to like say DNA test <clears throat> DNA test a dinosaur fossil sample? There is it, it's very low, right? Or very, like the very limited to no capability. Unless it's the last five years, then all of a sudden they kept finding T Rex bones with with intact blood vessels because that makes any sense. But. <laughs> Before that, it was impossible. Now yeah, they okay, find yeah, them yes. all over the place. So the vast majority of dinosaur fossil samples, they don't have, uh, I'll say, a, an objective way to identify whether, like, what it is biologically, uh, so or or genetically. So if you look at, yeah, the they they could just be misidentifying things or misattributing things, like Bob said, just not talking between scientist organizations and. Or archaeology organizations and yeah, it's, uh, it's of course they are. Oh, yeah. it, That's the a, point, though. It's a system designed to where everyone wants to get their name on a species list, uh, but at the same yep. time, no one wants to like double check these things and like cross reference for double or triple or like quadruple like species that are another like, yeah. vein of science where there's no checking whether or not yeah. any of this is legitimate. Yeah, you can't. Obviously, there is no control. we're not. We're obviously not we're not we're not finding twenty thousand new species a year. There's no one doing that. You don't know a single person that works in the <laughs> species, uh, the the specimen warehouse that they they put all the specimens in little boxes and ship them to all the different universities. That place doesn't exist. So where the fuck are they getting all of this? Who's out there discovering it? Like you you get this image in your head of like people wearing those tan khaki fucking explorer outfits, just fucking going through the jungle with a machete and a magnifying glass. Like, Oh, look at this beetle. They, they don't exist. They literally don't exist. There's like five people that do that. They're not digging up 20,000 species. It's all made up. This is all fucking stupid. They take like one caterpillar and in like a hundred different universities, some asshole who's good enough friends with the, with the professor to be able to send a bunch of bullshit papers to a scientific journal. They all categorize the same caterpillars, like a thousand different caterpillars. It's, it's fucking Wait, retarded. I, I have the numbers here. Wait, uh, the rest of the new finds included 90 beetles, 52 wasps, 13 moths, eight algae, and six parasitic worms. <laughs> There are not 52 wasps in fucking England. There's, that's not real. I like, and that's just the ones this year. How many wasps have they found throughout the last 20 years? Is it on average 50? Have they found a thousand wasp species in fucking England alone? No, they haven't. That's stupid. So, so uh, a million years ago, how fast did wasps evolve? To where there could be this many different species over the course of every 
however many like every five years well if they're anything like the mayfly they didn't they stayed perfectly (laughs) exactly the same for four billion years Bob, Bob, you, you missed a bit too up a few paragraphs. Uh, the More than half the new species are part of a group of crustaceans called copepods, which accounted for 291 of the discoveries. So with oh that, they were... Uh, yeah, they named okay. the same shrimp 291 different shrimp. That's what they did. <laughs> they took a popcorn shrimp and called it 300 different species. <laughs> no, everything. There is no about the shrimp in business. Oh. Uh, I <laughs> 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 we got butter, butter crustaceans and gumbo crustaceans. Fucking <laughs> just over and over again. <laughs> God. I love how worked oh, up man. you're getting over this, Aaron. It's just, it's so funny it's to so, me. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of these people that are, because you know what's been bothering me is like, um, because we started talking about the, I knew the topic today was going to be the Ghislaine Maxwell case. So it's thinking, it's making me think of like the, the different sex trafficking shit. And then we were talking about, like I was saying like the fountain of youth stuff and like how they just like try to convince poor people to like murder their babies so that they can try to like suck out some stem cells so that some fucking scientist can make a fucking, uh, fountain of youth. That's never going to exist. And you're like, and and they trick these women into shit like killing their baby because of uh, they can't afford it. When afford doesn't mean anything anymore. Money isn't based on anything material. The our money currently we made it up, and most of the people with the most of it don't produce anything. They don't maintain the things that we produced, and they provide no service for people. That helps them in any aspect of their life. It's usually like pushing one number of money to another number. And that's that's it. If you don't manufacture something, maintain the manufactured product, or provide a direct service to a customer, you're a fucking parasite. And you probably have like a white-collar job with like a $100,000 salary, and you don't actually do anything. You're literally a drain on society. And then they then those same people will be like, Oh, those those stupid poor people should murder their babies because they're just janitors. And it's like, that's so much more valuable than what you do. You literally just collect a big segment of made-up money and don't provide anything. You're actually a, a fucking parasite, which is why this whole thing fucked in the first place. Just that kind of shit drives me insane. And so I'm looking at these assholes that are here fucking writing down 291 kinds of the same shrimp and 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 they're probably collecting a shit ton of money and they go home and talk about how fucking smart they are and they're literally a parasite they're a fucking parasite if they died tomorrow no one would care they would have wrote 290 on how many shrimp exist in england this year and they're making like triple of what a fucking janitor makes it's fucking insane and if janitor is so much more valuable, in my opinion. Aaron, I, I have some good news for you. Trillion dollar infrastructure bill. And if we're lucky, soon back capital gains better, taxes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Just Build add six trillion better. to the debt ceiling. All that does is make up money for people at the top. Because oh, you know, the janitor doesn't the, say that. Actually, his fucking 12 bucks an hour is now worth less. Oh, it'll be 15 Congratulations, soon Parasite. 
So now they'll go, ha ha, he's so stupid as the world crumbles because you've sucked everything good out of it. So good you, job. You seem, you seem to have some problems with uh, uh, internet, with finances, finances across the world, uh, uh, world economics, we might call them. Um, I, I'd like to pose a, a question to you. So something that, that you know, came to mind recently that I, I did a bit of reading up on and, you know, think, you know, poses, uh, you know, poses a good, good, a uh, good argument in, um, in light of what you were just ranting about, Aaron. So Aaron and Bob, <laughs> what, what does the world economic forum do? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god damn it <laughs> yeah aren't I, they just like a pr division of like elites of, of grabbler bankers yeah yeah like, uh, yeah I, I would i would say at the end of the day they're just like the pr arm of like the world elite yeah they're basically they're pr they're pr for parasites making them also parasites PR, short for yeah, parasite. But, what, what, but um, no. what do they actually do? What are, what's like on their website? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, no. So that, that's that's not a bad like summary of uh, of a lot of what they do. The their main agenda seems to be a lot of meetings. So they they have the the Davos conference every year, and you know that, that's the the big thing. That's like like you guys said, pretty much just a big PR event to bring some world leaders and rich people and economists and whatever together and bankers together. And they're like, Ooh, we're going to do something about fiscal policy across the world and tell you how to run your countries better, blah, blah, blah. But then they also have like a, a bunch of other meetings things. So, so, you know, there was the, the global leaders for tomorrow, the renamed young global leaders where there's the, um, it's effectively like Forbes 30 under 30, like those lists, but the world economics forum did it. And they had like many conferences related to it. And it, it they had like a, all those random people who went on to be presidents of places like Angela Merkel and Macron and um, then like Pete Buttigieg and Gavin Newsom and Mark Zuckerberg. All those people were on the World Economics Forums list and went to the the meetings, the mini conferences. So like meetings, meetings, meetings. That, that And then like then their other newer thing uh, that they've been pushing is the, the fourth industrial revolution. Did you guys know what that is? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm guessing it's about how we can figure out how to raise debt ceilings and suck the wealth from janitors at the bottom. Probably everything <laughs> I just described. Yeah. How to, yeah, how to convince sure. people that they don't need to own anything. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Like, I was uh, did some, some digging, and, like, there's not a clear platform for the fourth industrial revolution. So kind of the kind of premises there were there were you know the original three the original was the the manufacturing then the like um the, the standardization with like manufacturing of the you know processes or the machines and then the internet is the third and then the fourth is kind of where we're at right now how do you uh pivot make the world better go to a, a new newly developed future and what they're doing is they're just establishing these little offices they just like have you know uh they get a sweet little floor of office space uh, or build a building in all these different countries like they want in san francisco they want in dubai they have one in uh maybe new york where whatever a bunch of other a bunch of places across the world but um and they just have meetings there and they publish papers and i like i read through their their big world economic forum uh 2019 report 
And it's like, oh, we uh, published this paper about this thing and we had this meeting to talk about this thing. So that comes with the question, what is the World Economic Forum supposed to do? What's like the, like, surely the original premise is at least supposed to sound good. Do you, like, do you, do you guys have any idea, like, what their, you know, what their sales pitch is or what they're su- trying to sell themselves on doing? It's, it, it, I don't, but it, you just described what they actually do. It's a, it's, they're doing PR for themselves. So they have a good catchphrase, like the fourth industrial revolution, the next thing we come up with and we're doing it, we're, we're coming up with it right now. We need these offices because we're in there doing some fucking real science here, guys. We're, we're going to do some social engineering that will blow your socks off. Just like the internet. It's the fourth one. The (laughs) the internet was the third one. The fourth one's going to be crazy. And while we do it, what we need is we need offices and we need a huge, swelling, expanding public money that I have control over. And then I swear to God, I'll make it happen. And I'm not just writing this out like a fucking parasite. You know, they're considered an international entity, so they don't uh, pay any federal taxes anywhere. Josh, you know, you know how you refer to those social clubs as mostly harmless? I think that's yeah, what exactly. this is. This is just like a basic social club and they do everything out in the open. So it doesn't freak everyone out. It doesn't, it doesn't create any conspiracies out of these meetings. It's all about board. How, how are they funded? How are they funded? Do they get their funding from governments and it's public money or do they get it privately donated and it's a money shelter for rich people? Uh, most of tax it's private, shelter. Yeah, most of it's privately donated. Um, from what I'm so I'm it's aware. a tax shelter for rich people. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I'll get into some of that in just a they second. They don't have to pay taxes, so they can. You give. I go. I need to give the World Economic Forum a billion dollars so that they can make the world better and bring about the fourth industrial revolution, and then they're gonna give me. 95% of that back and some happy fucking parasites are going to have 50 million to do with whatever they want. And they're never going to show their books to anybody because fuck you. That's how we operate it. That's what exactly what it is. That's what they do. Pretty close. I know. I, what do they say they do though? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they're still so intrigued. <laughs> their, their mission statement, their, their premise is uh, globalization and reinstituting governments as public private uh, entities with uh, multinational corporations and civil society organizations. So it's oh, um, so fascism, Bob. That's the, <laughs> you can't say the f word in the podcast. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, um, I yeah, no, no. It's it's globalization and uh, integration of multinational corporations and governments. Like kind of that. That's that's what they advertise themselves as. But like I was saying, they aren't really strictly doing anything to push that like sure they they have the social club element where like it, conspiracy <laughs> secret society wise they have they're getting all these people relevant people with all the power to do this in the same rooms in the same room and they're like making pushes and actual moves so that's that but as an organization they're not doing anything no because they're what as an organization what they actually do is they come up with a slogan to trick dumb people and they're a tax shelter for all the people in those rooms that's what they are. All they have to do is also convince everyone in the room, all the the world leaders and billionaires of the world, to get them on the same agenda, right? And then they all act on that agenda privately. They don't do it through the yeah, actual. Exactly. They don't do it through the World Economic Forum. The, the World Economic Forum is like, well, we're gonna like buy New York City, 
and just make it like a big commune. Like they're not doing that. What they're doing is like, we should make New York city a giant fucking horrible commune for everyone. That'd be hilarious. And then they go and they start buying up all the property and don't allow anyone to own anything. No, they go here. They go, here's your build back better speech. You give me this money. This is how we launder it. We give you back this percentage. Sound good. That's way better than taxes. And they go, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Can I actually, let me see if I can secure public funding to fucking get to you guys too. Can you launder some of that back to me at a lower percentage? <laughs> Fuck yeah, we can do that. Hell so, yeah. So there is some public funding that goes into them. That, that's where I was finding some of their other oh, efforts. So they, they, they have bunches of <laughs> mini organizations uh, under them as well. Um, so it, it kind of like think of the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation and like uh, kind of all the you know things that they fund and own and operate. Um, it's a similar setup to that. And I, yeah, I was looking in the, the report for, uh, I think, 2019 and looking at, like, oh, what did, uh, what did North America do? Like, and it was uh, Canada sent, you know, in compliance with the, or to support some of their uh, green goals that they promised, something, something. They donated, uh, like, a few million dollars each to the um, uh, Global Plastic something, something, or Global, Global Plastic Action Partnership and the Friends of Ocean Action uh, organizations, which are, are both <laughs> under the, uh, the, the World Economic Forum. It sounds like they're just like running out of names, like ideas <laughs> yeah. for names, and hiring children to fulfill that role. Friends <laughs> of the ocean. Friends of the ocean. Jesus Christ. Uh. If, I, if I had the, the, the amounts of money these people are working with, like the amount of parasite is so, the parasite <laughs> is so enlarged now that that's why everything's crumbling. If I had $1 billion and I used that billion dollars and I only loaned it out to people to buy houses at 4% interest, okay, and I was collecting $40 million a year, I let's say I keep a million for myself just to be a rich asshole. I take $39 million. I could take that $39 million and if I was actually trying to use it charitably, I could fix up an entire neighborhood every fucking year in the city until every house looked brand fucking new, keep a bunch of people employed and just renovate fucking houses for poor people all day. And that's with 1 billion. We do that hundreds of billions all the fucking time for all these different scams. It's insane. Like they can't, it's why it's like at a biblical level of evil because they can't even take the minimum effort that it would require to just make everyone's lives better because they're all trying to grabble as much of it as possible and hold it tightly to them that they don't give a fuck about you at all. And with $1 billion, this whole city could be perfect. That, that's a horrible idea. There's not a good slogan for it. The, the, the PR is not there. It's just no. No. Oh no, I already got shot in the head because I didn't mention how the Federal Reserve collects your seven percent. I forgot to mention that part, so they already fucking took me out. Oh, I got you. So harmless social club. This is what I'm getting harmless so far. Harmless social club. But but I, I I didn't quit my search there. I was like they have to to benefit the world somehow. Like my my thought is uh, okay, so it looks like in the last, uh, you know, ever, ever since their inception, the CIA made every wrong decision and made the world worse at every every pass. But but think if they weren't there, if we didn't have this intelligence organization, surely in some some of these situations things might have been slightly worse, right? 
So like with some of these uh, some of these organizations, some of these these efforts, there must be something good, something beneficial that they're contributing to the world. And with the World Economic Forum, I think I found it. Dashboards. D- dashboard like just data science, <laughs> data <laughs> data presentation. In, in my car? <laughs> Josh, Josh sees a PowerPoint in front of us right now. <laughs> no, no, uh, okay, dashboards. Presenting, right, presenting I'm trying data. to follow you. Wait, ways to organize and present data. And so I was, I was looking around at a couple of these. They invented uh, those? What are you talking about? No, no, no. But they're, 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 they're providing some useful ones. So uh, okay. one, of the, one of the fourth industrial revolutions things. They, so they, they have these offices in like different countries. They also have an office for the ocean. It's separate from the Friends of Ocean Society. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Slow down, slow down, slow I'm, down. Yeah, wait, I'm wait, very wait. confused already. Yep, yep. Josh, you're getting too excited. <laughs> Pretend you're looking at a PowerPoint with those bullet points. Pretend you're looking at a dashboard, okay? What are you talking about? Oh like, my you, God. What would be, say it in a sentence that would fit right to the right of one of those little black dots on the left? I, you know, I when you're looking at a PowerPoint, I think it's just so dumb, like on the face dumb <laughs> that he's he's having trouble explaining it in such a like a a normal way that doesn't sound like a scam. So there's a guy that definitely makes more than a janitor <laughs> that you're telling me there's a whole department of people that work in an o- a, an office. That's the World Economic Forum Ocean Division. <laughs> It is and the- what they do is they make <laughs> slogans for why the ocean being not polluted is a good thing. Close, but they do something. So, so it's the the office of the fourth industrial revolution for the ocean, and <laughs> <laughs> and they they have uh, this the um, effectively all these data maps where they will show like. Uh, whatchamacallit, like sh- ship um, emissions and various like, you know, pollution and uh, just ocean data and bio- like localized biodiversity across the, you know, across the whole ocean. So they, they, uh, they actually, it's, it's still, they have some, some uh, slides or videos now. It's going to be released in like a couple months to the public, but, but publicly available. They have a website we can click and be like, Hey, I want to see what, uh, you know, outside of, um, outside of Malaysia, the, the sea south of there, what's, um, you know what? What's some of the emissions and what the biodiversity looks like there, and what all this uh, uh, the salinity or whatever the carbon dioxide levels in the water there are like? Oh, look at this shrimp! There must be three hundred different kinds of these in this these them waters. Exactly, there. exactly. Ah, uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we found and, the uh, link. It's all they- it is. All these jobs, all these jobs like this. If you work at the World Economic Forum Ocean Division, <laughs> all it is is a fucking reward to propagate their already gigantic pyramid scheme that is college. This is That's no, all it is. This is the reward for accepting the parasite without any struggle. <laughs> it's how you become a lizard person. Yeah. This is how you become one. You go, I'm, I'm, I saved the ocean with my fourth uh, industrial revolution. And then your fucking eyes blink fucking sideways and you, you're lost. <laughs> Your soul's done. You're on the second side of hell, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. Well, I think no. that's the fucking episode. We're not going to top that conclusion, so. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you all for listening. Josh, that was fucking insane, dude. <laughs> I had no idea. 
<laughs> I'm so glad you oh, brought man. that. Woo. Good. Okay. Everyone, have a good night. See you next week. Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Around the world in 80 days, except you're going around the shortest point in the world. Oh, oh.